CHC.TV studios behind the mask hockey shops present college hockey West weekly behind the masks college hockey West weekly is brought to you by Jesse Ray's barbecue the best in barbecue Las Vegas style the NCHC and NCHC.TV subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013 the tag creative group search T grand Rudd at redbubble.com and let us create a unique gift for you or someone special. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to BehindTheMask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at SpaghettiShack.com. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza. At jetspizza.com, discover all of our signature pizzas. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the nchc.tv studios, presented by Behind the Mask, as a part of the icetimehockeywest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that you may be joining us tonight on this Tuesday night for another episode of College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight on the road again in Colorado Springs on my way to Denver, Colorado for the next, uh, let me see, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four nights. Then I will be back here in Colorado uh, Springs for the second game of the rivalry series, the Gold Pan Series, Friday night in Denver, Saturday night at Colorado College. My co-host is always comfortable in that big palatial estate out on Long Island, New York. He's got the basement all wrapped up. He's all ready to go. It's uh, rivalry week. Paul Hornstein, how are you? You, you have a different partner than me? No, no, you're all ready to go. I know you're fired up. Well, yeah, but what does that have to do? You, you said something about a partner in a palatial estate. Who's he? Yeah. Oh, come on. Who's come he? on. I Everybody don't... knows who that partner in a palatial estate well, it's is. it's not me, so who is it? <laughs> Spill it. Oh, no, no. on that I don't know about? No, no. We all know who's got the palatial estate out on it's the island. Me, that's for sure. On the island. Anyway, rivalry week. It seems a little early to me, but I guess not. Um, rivalry week, uh, the start of the gold pan series, which is a four game series, right? The, uh, Alaska governor's cup, which I think is what? Six games this year, six games this year. I think I'm okay. pretty sure. I don't know how they figure out if it goes three and three, but you know, I'm sure they have some way of figuring it out. I don't think they want to go three and three. I think they, somebody wants to well, win four. Yeah. I'm sure that somebody wants to go <laughs> more than three and three, but the fact of the matter is. If it happens, I, I, I assume, is it like the uh, Ryder Cup where the the, 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 the defending... <laughs> Listen to you throwing out golf analogies. I love it. Well, listen, I can throw out golf analogies. <laughs> listen, I, I, and, um, you know, we got, uh, you know, just in case anybody doesn't know, because I'm not really the biggest golf fan, but I'll watch a Ryder Cup. 
Um, if there is a tie, whoever was the last winner of the cup gets to hold on to it. You have to actually beat the defending champs to yeah. get yep. the Ryder Cup back. So S- same uh, thing in the Gold Pan series. Is it? Yep. Is it? Whoever whoever has it, if there's a tie, um, they keep it. Okay. All right, that's cool. Um, you know, it's uh, there. If if you look at the history of the, uh, I mean, I I don't I don't I mean the the thing about it is the the with the Governor's Cup that is the biggest thing in in Alaska sports, just about. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue with you on that one. You know, I don't know, and I'm not, and please don't make it sound like that's a knock on 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 what's going on in Colorado. It's just, you know, Colorado has professional sports too, uh, where this is it for Alaska, state of Alaska. This is the two biggest programs, the biggest teams, um, fighting it out for state bragging rights. Uh, it's a little harder to find information on that, on the governor's cup though, uh, or at least consistent information on it. Um, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's weird to be honest. Yep, yep. I hear you. I hear you. I'm not going to argue with you a bit on that one. Um, and, the, and the two official websites have different things on it, so I'm not even sure what the heck. You know, I I, I get it. Wikipedia is not exactly the uh, end all and be all of uh, information sources, especially when you consider this the the page on the Alaska Governor's Cup. Uh, hasn't been updated since 2020. So, um, uh, that, like I said, might not be the best sources. <laughs> not the best of sources, but no. you know, we're trying to get everybody on. We just can't get them on. We reached out. We give a shout out. We we hope that they're going to come on and talk with us. And I don't know if they're just tired of us or well, they're busy I would or be what tired it is. Of us, if I was them. Well, come on now. Um, that that's not that's not even possible. People could be tired of us. <laughs> well, like for, uh, shocking, I know, but um, I'll try this 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 in, in a second. But like, here's one link that the headline says: uh, Fairbanks wins 11th straight Governor's Cup. But if you look at the results of the games, uh, I don't see how that's possible. Uh, but who, who the heck knows? I mean, I'm looking at, I mean, I guess they didn't play it. They didn't have it a couple of years out of this. Yeah, I, I think know. so. I think, I think that isn't in, in fact the case. Because if you go back to 2019 and 20, they only played one game. That was obviously because of COVID, but Anchorage won that game. Um, actually that was the end of a four game winning streak for Anchorage. Um, and I think that was, uh, what, again, where there was a tie. So, I mean, I don't know. Um, but again, the, the information, at least as far as I can see is inconsistent. And I guess that just kind of adds to the mystery of it though. Right. I mean, <laughs> the mystery of it, I'll tell you, there's no mystery this year, Paul, both, uh, the sea wolves and the Nanooks are uh, playing some really good hockey early on. Well, and, they, they um, really are. And I think that this is going to be a really exciting series, probably as uh, as close as as uh, it's been in in many years. 
Um, it probably is. I mean, you would expect to see that. Um, even if you if you look at the um, if you look at the records, you know, um, and, and the games, a lot of one goal games. Um, uh, weird stats like. Uh, Anchorage is three and one on Saturdays, about one and three on the rest of the, on the in the rest of the week, on Fridays and Sundays. Um, I like those kind of weird, crazy stats. Right? <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. If it's, um, if it's strange and weird, you'll find it. Let's put yeah. it that way. Um, you know, uh, I I think that. Uh, Anchorage's goalie, Greg Arose, is the first Hungarian to play NCAA hockey. Have they had any others? I don't know. That is a really good question because I don't know that one either. We've seen uh, we've seen guys come from odd places, but I think that's about as odd as it gets. <laughs> yeah, it's different. No doubt about that. You know, um, um, how, how about my goaltender, Zach Rose? He's from Paradise. Oh, that's the rumor. <laughs> no, no. It's true. I found it out. He's from Paradise. I asked him if Paradise traveled to Colorado. Um, yeah, well, let's He's let's... getting tired of my joke already. Yeah. And I told uh, him I'm not, not going to let him live it down. Just like uh, Caden the Sponge in Barico. Oh, God. No. The Colorado stop. College Tigers. Oh, no, stop it. Jeez, you're... I just get ranked up. I get wrapped up. But anyway, the uh, the Governor's Cup is going to start... At Anchorage this weekend, uh, Friday uh, no, and Saturday. No, 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 they're at Fairbanks. Oh, they are. They are. They are. I'm, okay, yeah. I looked at it wrong. They are in Fairbanks yeah. to start off the Governor's Cup. So um, we'll and, find and, out how things go this weekend. Both teams would like to get wins, um, not only for uh, the rivalry, but for their own pairwise rankings, correct? Uh, well, yeah, you always want to win the pair. You know, you know right now. Um, as you look at the, and I, and I love this because now all of a sudden you're into the computer, right? So I could tell you that ASU's women's, uh, ACHA team was in the top 10 on the computer. I could tell you that. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, okay. Don't get me started with the computers. Cause you know, well, you just, I'll well, drop you the gloves. Brought, I'll listen, drop the gloves quick. Up, dude, dude, you brought it up. with talking about the pairwise. <laughs> I, I know, but. I'll drop the gloves on them because I, I got when that computer comes out, I'm ready. I'm ready to take them on. Well, I'll do again, it. I didn't bring up the pairwise. You did. <laughs> I didn't bring up, you know, the fact that you know right now ASU is eighth in the pairwise. I didn't bring that up. <laughs> but you're certainly going to finish it off, aren't you? Well, like I said, I well, didn't you know what the computer you did. Just keep it. Just keep them in the top ten, and they'll be just fine. Obviously. That's all they have to do is stay in the top 10. Unless the NCAA wants to switch their um, um, their format to a 2014 format, uh, well, like the ACHA is doing right now. Yeah, well, yeah, they probably should. But anyway, um, you know, both teams got votes in the various polls this weekend. Which is good. I don't. I don't remember the last. I. I obviously that hasn't happened since we've been doing this show. But, um, and I 
couldn't even begin to think or imagine that uh, that that has happened since the early 90s, I guess, when both teams were kind of um, kind of in the mix there. You know, the landscape of college hockey was a little different, but um, I guess that was probably be the last time that that that's happened, you know, that, it, that that's happened. I don't know. I mean, you would probably know better than I would. Yeah, I can't give you the exact the exact time, but um, yeah, I would guess that that would be about it. You know, um, so I, I I would sit here and 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 say to you that the you know it's it's been a long time since they both got votes, and you know I, I who knows maybe they haven't i mean maybe it's never happened i don't know i'm not sure if it has happened now that i think about it um but that's uh that's something to definitely keep an eye on and like i said when you're an independent um and you can get pairwise points by beating one another that's uh, kind of a bonus isn't it well you would think um you're sitting there and you don't have, you have to get those pairwise points anywhere you can. Yep, exactly. So, so Paul, let me, let's kind of just preview this one before we get on to uh, the the gold pan, but I'm looking at the roster from the Nanook. So you look at the roster from uh, Anchorage and uh, what, what do you see when you look at the, the Seawolves roster? Um, I guess maybe I should start because I kind of led you into this one. So well, um, let's let's okay, but let's let's before we even get into this, and we can obviously, but we both know that when you're, uh, you know, with the Alaska schools and and some of the others, it's not about not about the name on the back; it's about the name on the front. Oh, good one, really good one. And you know they have to have rosters that that equal more than the sum of its parts. You know, you you have to, because you're not going to get those top draft picks. You're not going to get those four and five star rated recruits. You're just not. Unless they happen to be from there and decide to stay home. I don't know how often that happens. Oh, I think it happens some. Um, I don't know how much, but but I think it happens some. Well, that's my point. I mean, it just it doesn't certainly doesn't happen in, uh, often. No, and and let's let's just go and say this right up front: the uh, the junior programs up in Alaska, the NHL teams, are very very good. Yeah, I mean, and and those teams have been around a little bit. Um. You know, they get very well supported, too. Um, it's, it's just a situation where, you know, like I said, you just it, it's, it's kind of one of the reasons why you get a lot of Europeans, a lot of Canadians on these teams, as opposed to, um, you know, uh, like most college hockey programs, 
have a lot more American-born players. Like you're not seeing a whole lot. Like I'm looking here at uh, at the at the SeaWolves roster, and you know, they have um, a Phoenix native, Rowan Miller. You might I don't know if you know the family or not. Who the heck knows? I don't know who you know, but you know he played the BCHL and and ended up playing for Anchorage. I don't think they get a lot of Arizona kids playing for Anchorage. Not a lot. Banks for that matter. No, not a lot. So, uh, you're sitting there, and 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 that's you know you you the you know the the Max Helgesons are few and far between that. that oh that, come on now, don't go Max on me. That's Maximilian. Whatever, um, you know that that higher end type forward uh, who's from Anchorage and went home. You know, decided to to. Leave Lindenwood, I mean, it's no, you know, and go home. It's hard to argue with that. Well, a lot had to do with the head coach. Um, there's no doubt that, uh, and this story has been documented over and over again that he uh, he really wanted to play um, for for that oh, particular right. coach. Exactly, he wanted to play for <laughs> for Matt Chasby. No, that, that's not news. Yeah, and but he, it's still... you know, he he used to wear, and you know this, he wore. Right. Uh, on career day in in school, when Matt was teaching his classes, he would wear a Matt Chasby jersey. Right, but that's my my point being is that guy from that area in that neck of the woods staying home that's that skilled is not the norm. No, no, not at all. So, and he is proving to be a very skilled hockey player. He's so. A good player. Let me ask you this. If you look at Anchorage right now and what they bring to the table, especially for this Governor's Cup, what do they have this year that's making their season as good as it is so far? Um, more consistent goaltending. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know I love their goaltender too, right? Yeah. yeah to break out the pom-poms. I know uh, how this goes. I'm working on a, a nickname for Jared Whale. Um, how about just call him Jared? <laughs> how about, how about that? Uh, how that's about no just, fun. How about you just go with that? <laughs> okay. So, so where does the strength um, line just goaltending or are they, they better all the way across the board or because we've been talking about this resurgence in Alaska well, listen, and uh, you, not only yeah. in, at Anchorage, but in Fairbanks as well. Oh, but Jared Whale is, is, is three and three on the season. And he's got a save percentage of nine thirty-five. That goes a long way to winning games. Now, like I said, he didn't get the win against Penn State. Um, you know the the freshman Greg Rose did, um, but Jared Well is you know got that net, and you know you get a nine thirty-five save percentage. You're in a lot of games, even if you don't win them all. Right, you're in a lot of games. So. I mean, yeah. that's, that's, you know, that's where it's, that's where it starts. And when you look at the team itself, again, because of the, the, I don't want to say lack, I hate using the phrase lack of skill because it's not that. Okay. They're just not going to get the top end talent. They're just not. Okay. Well, 
and maybe they aren't, but I think they're building that. Now, if they were in a conference, I think you'd see a lot more top-end talent because yeah, we've talked about this for a million years. It, you know, players want to get a chance to play in an NCAA tournament, and the poor guys in Fairbanks that worked so hard to get themselves in a position uh, and then fell just short because of some upsets and some auto bids, um, it's frustrating. You know, because you kind of don't control your own destiny or don't even have a shot to control your own destiny. And I think once they find a home in a conference, and we all know that's got to happen, both Anchorage and Fairbanks, when that does happen, you're going to find that uh, they start to get a little more top-end talent, if you will. Well, listen, there's no question about it. You get that that would definitely help, just like it would help. Linden Wood, just like it's going to help ASU, just like it's going to help um, LIU. Stonehill eventually will, I mean, again, hopefully they'll all be in conferences relatively soon. Um, you have heard some rumors that for the first time Atlantic hockey is open to expanding. Um, again, we want to see those rules that moratorium lifted. Um, you know, does I don't know how it would work if if all of a sudden the, the those teams in Atlantic Hockey decided to split because there's now, you know, they're looking at at other schools. Do they, do they go to twelve? Do they split and go to sixteen? And how does it work? I don't know. Yeah, it just seems like Atlantic hockey, even considering taking in teams like Alaska, that's what you're insinuating here. No, I'm not really insinuating that. I'm talking about other places. Um, You know, maybe the ECAC steps up for an LIU or a Stonehill. Right. Yeah, I get it. The East Coast could do that, but we still got to worry about these Alaska teams. What's going to happen to them? I mean, I they need they need Simon Fraser. They need a, a Washington or Washington State well, or uh, UNLV or you know maybe yeah. someday Arizona. Uh, maybe. That's what they need. Yeah, but that that hopefully they yeah, but they got to get that's got to get done. I mean, we know that. Um, hopefully, college hockey figures it out, and maybe just expanding the tournament to twenty four makes that more possible as yeah. an independent. Yep, I think it is. I think it would. You know, if they expand And the that might be the first step. Right. You know, expanding the tournament to 24 might get you know, might be because uh, if you're if if you're not in that top 24 in the pairwise um you're not going to get too many uh Colgates at 43 getting into the into the conference tournament or Canisius is get at 43 getting into the conference tournament like they did last year. No, no, that's, uh, you know, you know, that just, you know, like I said, Canisius was 41 in the pairwise last year. Colgate was 25. Yeah. I mean, good for them. I'm not, but, uh, again, uh, you know, if it was, you know, Alaska ended up 15th in the pairwise. Okay. Um, you know, with that ex- with those extra teams, you're you get the second Atlantic hockey team 
in the in in the NCAA tournament. You know, um, that that would probably be, or obviously would be the first step towards that, and it would at least make it a, a better possibility of the Fairbankses and Anchorages and Lindenwoods eventually to get in the tournament. Uh, right now, you know, you don't have too many teams that want to play those teams from Alaska. No, no, because because basically all you can do is is uh, dig yourself a hole. <laughs> and we've seen and that a lot in the last year and a half. Yeah, I mean, uh, they've, they've surprised a lot of teams, and kudos to Denver. We've said this before. Kudos to Denver for going up there and yeah. uh, starting their season up there because that's not an easy trip. No. And to start on the road in Alaska, um, boy, kudos to them, and they go up there and get a couple of wins. And, and then Fairbanks turns around and starts to beat teams when they come down here to the mainland, if you will. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, again, we expected Fairbanks to be scrappy. And, and to pick up where they left off last year. Um, I, I don't know if we had the same expectations for Anchorage. But, you know, the rising tide up there. Um, you know, just showing that you could get, get close if you're, if you're up there. With Fairbanks finishing at 15, it's got to help a little bit. Because at least you can say it's possible. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So uh, I want to get to the Fairbanks side real quick before we jump on to um, the Gold Pan series. But when you look at at Fairbanks, everybody said, "Oh boy, they got robbed. They got pillaged. Um, their their guys got taken out of the portal, and um, yes. guys moved on." And and you look at this roster, Paul. It's it's not that different than it was last year, because well, uh, Johnny Sorensen is back. T.J. Lloyd. Um, you got guys like, um, Brady risk, AJ McCauley. Um, Oh no, they, uh, they got a lot of guys, Peyton Matsui. Yeah. They, right? They've got they a got lot of talented, skilled players. So while they oh. lost to Garrett Pike and guys like yes, that, they, they still have a lot of really good players. Harrison Israels, for example, yeah. is a really good player. He's got, I mean, he's got six or seven goals already this year in averaging a goal a game, you know, is, is, is. I mean, nobody's doing what Macklin Celebrini really is doing, but um, that's your new favorite player, isn't it? Or do you just like saying Macklin Celebrini? Well, what I want to say is, uh, if the Islanders are going to tank, let's go. But um, oh, did I say that? No, sorry. Teams don't. Do that. <laughs> um, but the fact is that you know when you look at that roster. You know, we're even talking about we're talking also about veteran defensemen too, like uh, Avril's Bermanis, right? These guys have have got experience. You know, they're they're not playing sophomores and freshmen back there in front of uh, Pierce Charlson. You know, uh, they're not playing. Um, you know, guys that are not. You know, they're not, they're not an experience. They're just not. You know, they, do they have some freshmen? Yeah, they do. Of course, every team does. But a lot of these guys are guys that are back from that team. 
and they probably have an even bigger chip on their shoulder this year than they did last year. Yeah, because yeah, totally agree with you. Happened. Totally agree with you, my friend. You know, um, yeah, Celebrini has eight goals. Israel's has six. There's a bunch of guys with seven and six goals, but uh, you know that's as good as any. And and your boy Max is is up there with with five. No, no, no! Goals. Stop with the Max stuff. It's Max a million. It's your boy Max. Oh, what's what's the matter? <laughs> the, the shoes on the other foot, and it makes you crazy. Oh, Max a million. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. See, see how that works. You want to yeah. talk about the Colorado College Tigers? Um, I would love to talk about the Tigers, Colorado <laughs> College. Yeah, I'd love to talk about them. Do you need me to play that this weekend? Do you need me to record that again and send what? it to you? Uh, the PA announcer says, "Welcome to you Colorado College and the Tigers." Are you the PA announcer? No, but that's how they no, want to be called. No, they want to be no. called Tigers. No, yeah, Tigers, exactly. No, Tigers. No. You got to do it with a roar. No. <laughs> uh, no. Don't make me ask these guys. Don't make me embarrass you. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll take my chances. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, so the gold, the gold Pan Series comes up next. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back okay. and talk about Colorado College and Denver. It starts in Denver on uh, Friday night. Right. Then it comes back down to Colorado College. And the right. uh, first time in a long time that these two teams have both will enter this with one loss. So we'll be right back. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel Gensel. 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 Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious man. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape 
or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Coming to you from the NCHC.TV studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed it is College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you uh, on the road, but um, still uh, literally in Colorado Springs. I'll be on the road to Denver in about, I don't know, 20 minutes after the show. My co-host is always from that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York, um, Paul Hornstein. Paul, we Very talked cool. about the, uh, the Governor's Cup, and, and now it's time to talk about another rivalry, one of the oldest in college hockey. And uh, that would be the Gold Pan series between Denver and Colorado College. Very unique in the way that they set this up because they go Friday night in Denver, Saturday night at CC, and then it'll be all the way to the end of the season. It'll go Friday night at Denver, Saturday night at CC. But they don't do that every year. Yeah, they do it every year. Do they? Yep, every year. I guess I haven't paid attention to that part of it. Yep. So uh, the split on it, when people talk about it, it's I-25. It's 45 minutes roughly between the two campuses. And, um, you know, it, uh, it it's really cool because the fan bases move with it, right? I mean, you can at 45 miles unless you get one of these dreaded uh, Colorado snowstorms like we had last weekend. That was no fun, but... Um, Hey, it is what it is, and the snow's melted already. By the way, eleven That's inches on my car, and none on the ground right now. Get it off your car. Well, it's on my car before I when I came out on Sunday oh, morning. Oh, oh, oh. Eleven inches. I sent you a picture. Oh, you I you saw it. No, no. Now it's warmed up to like forty. It's going to be in the fifties, sixties, nice. maybe even seventy. I know nice. by Friday or Saturday. Nice. Anyway, the gold okay, pants series. Way, yeah. You would you would think that the quote unquote gold pan goes back to all the way back then, but it doesn't. I did not know this. Uh, the rivalry goes back that far. Yes, the rivalry does, but the gold pan does not. It does not. Apparently, our buddy Frank there, the czar, uh, when he was coaching at Denver. Got together with the then Colorado College coach, Don Lucia, and said, hey, let's get a trophy going. And he did. That's how it started. Yep, exactly. Exactly. I did not. I, did not, I just assumed that this went all the way back. It did not. Nope. It did not. Do we need Peter Menino to come on and explain it to you? Because Peter knows it pretty well. Well, listen. We <laughs> Peter's can... been on both sides, by the way. Well. <laughs> We'll get Playing to on one second. side, coaching on the other. We'll get we'll get to that in a second. But when you read the 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 story, and I have to give credit uh, to our uh, buddies over there. Let's go DU because that's what that's where I'm getting some of this information from. I don't want to not credit them. When you look at some of the names in the story, this is like almost a who's who. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, um, they, 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 they mentioned Jack McDonald, who's now the athletic director at Quinnipiac, the defending national champions. Um, you know, they talk about the rivalry itself. Um, you know, that, uh, and you know, you'll get it and you'll sit there and, 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 and talk about, uh, you know, that this rivalry is as good as, as any other college hockey, right? I mean, it, it goes on as just about as long as, as, as any of the others. Right. And by the way, the original trophy is missing. Did you know that? I did know that. You I did, know, did that. know that. Yes, I did. I did not know that. And I would venture to say that most of the people that download our show didn't know that either. Um, no, they probably they did not. No idea where it is. I love this. I love this. <laughs> I love this. I, I do. Um, and and of course, when they're talking about the mystery of where this trophy is, um, they actually do mention the aforementioned Peter Menino. Um, I'm listening. Go ahead. Well, apparently they asked him in a Denver Post article. Because again, I you know you got to credit people from last January. Um, it disappeared in in 2004 while Denver was going for a national championship. Um, and nobody knows where it is. No, you know, uh, they've talked to uh, guys like George Gwazdecki, again, another name, right? Another big-time name of college hockey connected to this series. I mean, it's <laughs> no, it's, they're no Peter Meninos, but, you know. Um, but, but really, who is Swaggy true, P? True, yeah. Um, you know, f- former players that had it, they're like, I don't know where it is. He has it. No, that guy has it. No, he has it. No, this guy. Um, uh, you got to love college hockey and the history of you know, things, right? I, I love this. Here's, uh, let, me, let me get the guy's first name because I don't want to not um, give him uh, credit for saying it. And, and uh, Okay. Uh, Adrian Vitamin. Vitamin? Vedman? Vedman? I don't know how to pronounce that. Sorry, Adrian, if I'm mispronouncing it, which I probably am. <laughs> I uh, would say Vetterman, but I'm not sure. He was a, a DU alum. And he goes, yeah, the last time I saw it, I was drinking out of it. Apple juice. Yeah, okay. Um, he goes, <laughs> I got sick. It was rusty and paint was chipping off of it. It wasn't a smart thing to do. Um, but I, I, we don't know what happened. to it. About five or six years ago, he goes, it wasn't until about five or six years after he left that people started talking about the, the where is it? Okay. Um, they People have looked everywhere. Um, nobody knows where it is. And I love, and I love this. Um, Benjamin goes, this guy said the immediate responses from people are, this guy has it. No, that guy has it. Oh, maybe it's a goodwill. You know, um, his actual theory is that the gold pan is no longer within the continental United States. 
It's in the possession of somebody, but I'm not going to name any names. What? Well, that's my bet. This is my favorite. It's in somebody's the possession of somebody, but I'm not going to name any names. I love that. Goes, we got to find it though, and 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 get the stories because, uh, you know, this is good stuff. He goes, and it's a rusty old pan, but that's what makes it. That's what makes it so special. But either way, I mean, they do have a new trophy. But I want the I I agree with these guys. I want the old one back. I want where did it go? I want the story. It's probably traveled more miles than you have. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I'm well, approaching seventeen thousand in the last three months. Yeah, but yeah, but you're not the gold pan. <laughs> I love it. I was just saying. I absolutely and, love that. And again. I'm not um, the gold pan. You're not. Um, and, and the 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 and the, and by the way, the records and numbers for this are a little bit more um, certifiable than the stuff up in Alaska. And I really thought it had probably been ten or fifteen years that CC won this. But as I told you in the car, wasn't that long ago? Yes, as I you know, I said on one of the previous shows. 1819 is the last time CC won this thing. Um, uh, for now, if you listen to Caden and Barico. <laughs> go, Sponge, go. Go, Sponge, go. So, I mean, good. I mean, you, know, what, what? I don't, I, you didn't have any response to that? Well, I, <laughs> I, I can't. No, that doesn't reserve a response. Okay, so so let's set the, the the stage for this weekend, if you will. Um, I'll be up at uh, Denver tomorrow uh, for Coach Carl's press conference uh, a little afternoon, and um, hopefully get a chance to visit with Captain Carter King because I always like when we do the, the Gold Pan series. I like to talk with the captains because they've usually been guys that have been around and have right. seen it for a little while. Then I like to talk to a freshman, but I rarely get one because uh, they're kind of off limits. Um, which is crazy. If they're on the roster, I'll let them talk is the way I, I see it. But anyway, uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, my other target tomorrow is Jack Devine because I think Jack has just blossomed. And I told you um, in his draft year that well, how that kid went to the seventh round, I'll never know. I will never know. I know he might not have been completely ready yet, but who is other than Connor Bedard? and Connor McDavid um, and Austin Matthews. I mean, there's very few that are ready at that age, but man, has he blossomed into a hockey player? And I mean, I mean a complete hockey player, both ends of the ice. He can score. He can pass. He can defend. He, uh, he doesn't take anything from anybody. I mean, he's just, he's just become a menace on the ice. Well, listen, I mean, you know that Denver just reloads, right? I mean, and and having guys like that is part of it. You know, um, I, I like the way that this is setting up for the season. Um, it's a, it's lost a little bit of luster since both teams lost this past weekend. You know, we thought we were probably going to have a, you know, uh, a six and O C C team. And a, and a five and one Denver team, you know, 
Um, but that's not what happened. Okay, um, hold hold on a minute. Let me finish. Maybe, let me maybe. finish. Okay. Um, but that gets overridden, of course, by the fact that it's the start of conference play. Um, the fact that uh, I, I guarantee you, even if they don't say it, there's a lot of guys in that. What what are the colors again? Pom pom man. <laughs> black and gold? Not black and gold. Denver. Uh, crimson and gold? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of guys that are still a little cranky about a certain game in March last year. Well, don't think that's not going to be one of my questions, too, um, with both coach and the players, is how much is that game carrying over? Because, you know... They won that game, but they didn't get to advance to the NCAA tournament. And Denver did. Doesn't matter. Did Denver did? Doesn't matter. So the ultimate was they moved on, and yes, CC did not. But that, but, and this, of course, is a new season. And when you look at it, and you go, okay, uh, yeah, maybe we thought CC would be six and zero, but both teams lost and tied. Colorado College lost to Augustana, and Denver tied Augustana. So, I mean, uh, this was not an easy weekend for either one of them teams. Well, listen, the only the, the, the thing that saves it is that everybody split this weekend. Yeah, yeah, true. So, and, and I think, um, and that's what I'm really waiting to see what happens Friday night, is I think Denver had a lot of uh, learning lessons from that tie. And it was a tie, but is it really going to hurt them? I doubt it. I doubt it in the long run. Um, because it was better than a loss. Um, and if you don't play your best, you don't play what they call Denver hockey, and you still come out with a tie, okay, whatever, you take it. Augustana is going to be a team that's going to put um, some hurts on a lot of uh, NCAA teams this year. Maybe even a sweep coming up this weekend on the road at Tech. Yeah, I called it. Uh, yeah, okay. Let's get let's, let's stop getting crazy. Trust me, you do not want to play a Rabs coach team because uh, he's got them together. Coach Stop Rabs. It. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> what? He said I could call him Rabs. Oh, <laughs> Raboin. Oh. Garrett Raboin. Just stop. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get back to the gold pan. Um, uh, I'll take the Tigers. You take the pioneers, and let's uh, compare and contrast what's going on and how they're going to match up. So if I start with my Tigers from Colorado College. You, um, really, think, you really think after this now they're going to talk to you tomorrow? <laughs> well, we got we to gotta take sides here for this, no, at least for this job. Yeah, we do. Uh, so anyway, uh, when I look at the Tigers, I see a couple of things. Um, well, I see about four things. Let me give you four points. Caden Embarico is uh, a difference maker in net when he's on his game. Number two is uh, Coach Mayotte and Menino and Lidget and everybody at CC have done a terrific job of building a program in the last three years. I mean building it. They they started at scratch and they built it up, and, and now they're getting there. Uh, they're not quite there yet. I'm sure Coach Mayotte would tell you that. They're not quite there yet. Still too many penalties, still too many mistakes. 
But um, that's how you build a program. So number three would be, there's a couple of guys that are really good. <laughs> Noah Laba and, um, and Gleb Vremiev, who I think are both going to be perennial stars in not only this conference, but NCAA hockey for as long as they choose to stay around. Um, and then the final thing is the freshmen. And the freshmen, the freshmen, the freshmen. Max Burkholder, for example, on defense. Incredible poise and talent uh, for a freshman on the defensive core. Uh, you look at guys like Riley Stewart filling a role in the center position. You look at uh, uh, Mr. Wisdom. I love that name, <laughs> Mr. Wisdom. Anyway, uh, it kind of reminds me of me uh, when we talk about smarts. Mr. Wisdom? No? Uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> Anyway, there's so much talent that is young on this CC team, and they're gaining experience each and every day. Um, would they like to be 6-0? Absolutely. But I'm sure if you got some truth serum out and you said, hey, uh, you're 5-1 and one going into this Denver Gold Pan series, the start of it, um, would you be happy? I got a feeling a lot of people would be because CC hasn't been there in a few years. Well, look at it this way, right? Again, everybody split last week. Everybody. Just about everybody anyway. Right? Um, so, from that standpoint, in terms of, uh, say, the pairwise or say polls or whatever, uh, nobody really got hurt badly because everybody was kind of doing the same thing. Okay. Um, and you want to, uh, yes, it's early. It's a month into the season, but you still don't want to fall that far behind either. You don't want to have to do no. all that catching no. up. You want to protect yep. yourself. Uh, on both ends, you know, obviously besides winning the conference tournament, you'd like to protect yourself to have it not make a difference. But um, you've got the rivalry game. You've got it. Uh, uh, was that like the first time that Denver was shut out in a while when they lost in that conference semifinal last year? Yes. Yep. Um, yep. And the guys in Denver will tell you straight up, we ran into a hot goaltender, a really oh, hot goaltender. And that is definitely Colorado College's big advantage going into this this weekend. I mean, if you mapped it out, uh, in all fairness, that is, you know, probably the, 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 the place where CC would get the biggest check mark. I, I, I know you're 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 a fan of Matt Davis. I think there might be a goaltender controversy right now in Denver. Yeah. I don't know if we'll get, if anybody will say it, but I think that the performance uh, by the young freshman um, well, Saturday so night. It's got to be more than one game. I understand that, but I think uh, he might have earned an opportunity to play more than one game. Maybe. he might. Maybe he gets a game this weekend. I don't know. But, you know, when you're Denver, you still have a lot of guys on this team that, that have some jewelry. And yeah. I think that this game is going to be ramped up. 
There's no question. We know it's a rivalry. We know uh, it's the opening weekend of conference play. We know for the first time in a, in a while that the two teams are legitimately closer in terms of um, of of quote unquote power, where you know the difference between Denver and CC is not that big, like it has been in the past four or five years. CC's done a good job of closing that gap, but again. You know, off the, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight regulars of this team, I guess nine, have pieces of jewelry. Yeah, they've been there. There's no they've doubt been they've and, been and, there. And, and, and you know, the, is the one nothing win by CC. in the nchc tournament last year frozen face off my friend frozen face off let's get it right or mike will be coming down on you he'll make me not send that box to you you know it's, there's lots of stuff you don't send me let's not get crazy about that either <laughs> um you know was that the the coming out party so to speak for cc in terms of winning big games because let's well, face it, it certainly didn't hurt it certainly didn't no, hurt. No, it didn't hurt. But here's no. the thing. You look at these two teams. You got uh, CC on one hand building. They're talented. They're young. They're building. They might be a little bit inexperienced. And then you look at Denver, and they're talented. They're young. But they've got experience to go with it. Yes. And what I saw this weekend from Denver was just a little bit too much um, moving the puck. I mean, I hate to, I hate to dwell on that, but there's times when you can't, you can't just keep the puck possession for three minutes in a zone. You, you got to shoot the puck and you got to find openings. And I, I think when they do that, they're unstoppable. I told you already, I believe they might be the best skating team top to bottom in all of NCAA hockey. Certainly what I've seen so far Top to bottom, they are the most skilled skating team. And they showed it. Every time they played this year, they've showed it. They can skate with the puck. They can move it. They can cycle like nobody else. But that doesn't do you any good if you don't do two things. You don't finish the play with a goal. And secondly is you don't defend on the other end. Well, listen, uh, you know, it's it's. You're going to sit there and, you know, I guarantee you that David Carl is, is not happy with the defense that, that his team has been playing. I guarantee that. The Air Force game notwithstanding, because they were obviously angry. But, you know, um, Denver is just outscoring people what they're doing right now and in the end you can't do that and expect to win national championships so between that and obviously Denver's still a very good team because they still managed to win CC 
has not played its best and managed to win. Um, a double coach's dream, right? You, we win games, but we don't play as well as we can, so I get to yell and scream. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of interesting dynamics going into this opening weekend of NCHC play. Okay, so those are the two big uh, rivalry games that I saw this weekend. Paul, are there any others that the, you the, spotted that uh, oh, we I, need to talk about in the next couple of minutes? Going into this final season of eight teams in the NCHC. Okay. <laughs> they get nine next year. <laughs> Will they get nine stars? Will they get nine pucks on the uh, wall? They should, but... Well, I think the pucks on the wall is, is, is a definite, but, you know, <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> True. Uh, so anything else out there that we need to talk about in the next three or four minutes that we got left on the show here tonight? Well, I mean, let's see. Let's see. What do we got coming up this weekend? Let's see what else we have. Um, oh, Paul Stassi is going to retire as long as we're talking about DU. And it's just weird to hear that he's going to retire. Yeah. Paul yeah. Stassi is going to retire. He's 38 years old. He's going to retire. I'm like, how is that possible? He's played a lot of hockey. He's played a lot of hockey, my friend. How is it possible that Paul Stastny is old enough to retire? Holy smokes. Make me feel even older than I already do. Jeez. <laughs> oh. Jeez. I don't know. What's going to happen when I get as old as you? <sighs> <Here's hoping. laughs> anyway. Um, uh, some other big games this weekend. Uh, we haven't even really touched on it that much. We'll probably hit some of it on, on Sunday night. Um, Eddie Christian Sue, I mean, North Dakota. Fighting Hawks. Uh, are traveling to uh, Aganis Arena this weekend. For Their first road test of the year, Paul. Yeah, Their first road test of the year. Yeah. Um, Michigan and Wisconsin. Big Ten. Uh, your Bulldogs going to 3M to play that other Maroon. Mariucci. To play that other Maroon and Gold team. Um, so Boy, You're doing such a good job ignoring me today. It's unbelievable. I, I should probably just do it more, but <laughs> um, another big series, NCHC Western in, in Omaha in Nebraska this weekend. That'll be interesting. So, um, not as cr many crazy matchups as, as last weekend, but still a bunch of good ones. Yep, totally agree with you. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, I was just looking at my schedule, and uh, Don't do I saw the Pioneers on Friday. I'm right. going to see them again this Friday and right. again this Saturday. Right. Um, then I'll see them the next weekend, hopefully, at Arizona State. Uh, who knows? And then coming back to Colorado the next weekend, they're going to play Omaha at Magnus. So that's an awful lot. That's if true. I don't know the Pioneers inside and out by the end of that, by Thanksgiving, I'll never know them. I never that's will true. know them. That's true. Lock the doors. <laughs> Ron, if you're listening, don't lock the doors. I need a way to get in. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. The gold pan already is, always is. Um, you know, I just, I enjoy talking 
uh, about it. I enjoy bringing the guys on, but I think they get a little sick of it. I think they just want to play the game to them. Yeah, it's a rivalry, but it's about winning hockey games. And you brought it up. It's the start of the conference. Yeah. So as tight as this conference is, you want to win as many teams, many times as you can to uh, to try to secure that top spot. Home ice. That's that's the goal. Secure Home it. In the first round. Secure it. So that is definitely. Oh, you want to make a prediction? Uh, can I do my Mr. T, Clubber Line? <laughs> I'm, I'm calling for a split. I'm not going to tell you who's going to win where. I'm just going to say it'll be a split weekend. Whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, Denver's got the new uniforms, and I hope, I don't know which one they're wearing. I love those gold ones they got. I'd say Pioneers across the front. I hope they wear them again at least once this weekend. Okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> You're not into the uniform stuff anymore? You've kind of just I let know, that I wear am. off? Because CC's got just, some great uniforms, too. The Tigers. I am into it. They should let me design them, and, and, and <laughs> everybody will be the same, but they'll, be, they'll all look good, though. <laughs> nice. They'll all look good because they'll all be the same. I love it. All good. right. I've got nothing more. That's what's going on for us this weekend. Uh, keep your eyes on nchc.tv for all the action. And uh, good luck to the teams that aren't on nchc.tv. And that would be the Augustana and, uh, Vikings making the trip to Michigan Tech. And then the two teams in Alaska, of course, Arizona State and Stonehill. And Lindenwood, I believe, is off this weekend. they got a few weeks off now until they yeah, uh, get their first two home weekends. Yeah, I think they, uh, they they probably could use it. They probably have to be exhausted. I would think so. Uh, so we'll talk to maybe Rick Zombo next week and right. get uh, amped up for that first home series for them. All right. I'm always down to talk to Rick. I figured you were. Yeah. All right, take it away, my friend. From the NCHC.TV studios behind the masks, College Hockey West Weekly, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. For the NCHC and nchc.tv, subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. The Tag Creative Group, search T Grand Rudd on redbubble.com, and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with three locations, two in Tempe and one in Pine Top at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide, it's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, hockey education and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly, presented by Behind the Mask. And all of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app. Help others to find the podcasts by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the shows at ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts or part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. It'll be another great weekend of hockey, week five of the NCAA hockey season. And, boy, the teams that we have in our coverage area, Paul, um, 
they're they're just uh, they're just as good as it gets. I mean, I understand Lindenwood's record, but boy, they've had some nice wins and they've uh, they've uh, battled in every game with the exception of this last weekend, which may have been fatigue. But other than that, I mean, everybody else is there every single weekend. They're climbing in the pairwise. They're making us look really good. Well, and it's hard. <laughs> I know. All right. We'll say good night, little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody.